We're all in pursuit of something, right? Whether it's balance, fulfillment, joy, abundance, peace, or just longing for more. In your home and relationships, in motherhood and faith, with your health and your life, you're always in motion. But what are you moving toward? I'm your host, Kaysen, and you're listening to Her Pursuit. Join me each week for practical conversations on living with intent and purpose, even in the messy middle of whatever season you're facing. Each episode will encourage and equip you in your own pursuit through actionable steps you can implement in your everyday life, guest interviews, and relatable stories of hope, courage, and inspiration. Full of practical takeaways, this podcast is uniquely designed for women like you who are trying to find harmony with all the hats we wear and doing so with intent. From faith to friendship, motherhood to mindset, routines to goal setting, health and wellness, we'll cover it all. So pull up a chair, friend, and pour some coffee or reheat it and prepare to step into the woman you were created to be. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Her Pursuit. I'm so glad that you're here. Today we're going to be talking about three things that you can do to create less chaos. Okay, so if you want less chaos in your life, you need to do these three things. You don't just listen to me say them. Don't just write them down in your notebook. Actually do them, okay? That's where we get hung up. We listen, we consume, we learn, but we don't actually implement it. We don't actually put it into practice. I want you to do these three things. Also, don't underestimate the simplicity of these three things because until you try them, until you implement them into your life, do not underestimate their power. If you want less chaos, the first thing you need to do, the most important thing, in my opinion, is to be still. We don't want to do this though because it's so uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable to be still sometimes. Have you ever been in a room or with a group of people and there's the silence? It is so awkward sometimes. We do not like the awkward silence. We don't like silence because when we don't have our phones or the TV on or the radio on or podcast playing or music playing or kids in the background, when it is quiet and you are left alone with yourself and your thoughts, that is a scary place to be if you've never been there, if you've never done it, if you're not in the practice of doing it regularly. And I get it because I was the same way whenever I first started (laughs) in my journey. It was like I did not want to be still. That was the most uncomfortable thing. And not only that, but whenever I would get still, my mind would race. There would be so many thoughts, so much noise and different things happening in my mind. I just, there was no calm. There was no quiet. There was no peace. That's normal for that to happen. So just keep getting still, keep getting quiet, keep just sitting and try to bring yourself back to a place of stillness, a place of not going down all the rabbit holes of what's for dinner, what's for lunch, what am I doing this weekend? Just try to just be in the moment. And it is a practice. It takes practice. Another reason that it was uncomfortable for me is because I didn't really like what was there under the surface. You know, seven, eight years ago, I was a completely different person and I didn't really like myself at times. I was not the happiest person to be around. I was not the most pleasant person to be around. I had this very negative outlook on life. I was very cynical and everything was just clouded. Like I saw life through the lens of negativity. And I think that kind of seeped into my relationships, the people around me. It definitely has an effect on other people. So for me to want to sit down and face myself, that means I have to acknowledge that I don't like 
the person that I am or the things that I do or the tendencies that I have, that means that I have to actually look at myself. And if I see myself for who I am, if I really look at myself in the mirror and I see her staring back at me and I don't like the things that she says and she does, I don't like her attitude a lot of times. Well, then I'm faced with a choice of, am I going to do something about it or not? And honestly, I didn't have the desire most days to make that change. I was not in the place to be able to do that. So I get that whenever you go to be still, when you think about being still, that that is uncomfortable for you. But I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to press into it, to lean into it. Just try it. Try it today. Try it for the next week. Just sit and be still and see what comes up. Maybe you grab a pen and paper. I would say grab your phone, but you don't want to end up scrolling Instagram for an hour. And then like an hour later, you're like, wait, I was supposed to be being still. And I've scrolled the newsfeed and everybody's stories and I haven't been still at all. But maybe somehow you start to write down what's coming up or what you notice, even if it's very basic, like very surface level things of, well, I can't stop thinking about what I'm going to eat for dinner. I can't stop thinking about this or that. But the more you do it, the more you practice it, I promise, the more all of that is going to kind of fade away and then you're going to start to see what's really there. And it's really interesting to go on that journey. The second thing you need to do is you have to start making a plan. I know as moms, the plan a lot of the times just goes out the window. Like there is no plan. If I have a plan, my kids don't care that there's a plan, but you still need to have a plan in place. It can be a plan for your morning. It can be a plan for your afternoon during nap time. It can be a plan for your evening. You have to have a plan. You have to set yourself up for success. I use this cliche all the time. If you fail to plan, then you're planning to fail. Think about that for a second. I know for me, I thought like, I'll just wake up one day and I'll do all these things that I have in my mind that I want to do, this person that I want to be, the kind of house I want to have, the kind of mom and wife and woman that I want to be. I'll just magically wake up and be her one day. And that's not how things work. You have to have a plan. You have to set intention. You have to be intentional. You have to plan for it. You have to have a plan. And maybe you're like, I've tried that. I've tried a plan. It doesn't work. Tried, failed not doing it again. Do you know how many times I have tried to be a morning person that I've tried to get up and have a morning routine? Years, people, years. I was just scrolling my personal private Instagram the other day, looking back from like 2011 when this was before live streaming. This was for, you know, Instagram was a completely different place. And I had posted this meme. Do you remember those e-cards? It was like the very first memes. They were like digital. They had like a colored background. This one's blue. It has a man holding a coffee cup and it says, I don't like morning people, dot, 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 or mornings, dot, 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 or people, dot, dot, dot. I shared that January 10th, 2013. So eight years ago, I was not a morning person. I was still trying to be a morning person. But just because something hasn't worked out in the past doesn't mean that the next time you try it, it won't stick. So keep trying it. Keep making the plan. Even if your kids or life derails your plan, it's okay. It's okay to have an outline. It's okay to have an expectation. It's okay to have something set in place for the day for you to follow. And we hope that it works out like we want it to. We just hope for the best, okay? Come up with a plan for yourself, whatever that looks like. It doesn't have to be long and elaborate, three hours long. Make it really short, really quick, really to the point so that you can start to feel that sense of accomplishment. The third thing is going to sound very simple. You're going to underestimate its power. But the third thing is to laugh and have fun and enjoy your life, enjoy your day. When this podcast ends, I challenge you to go watch some funny videos, find something to laugh at. You know there are people who they'll 
I don't know what it's called, but they will just laugh on purpose. Like they'll count to three or they'll count down from five or something and then they'll just start laughing. Like you can make yourself laugh and there's sometimes that it will turn into a real laugh. So maybe you try that. Do something silly. Just don't take yourself so seriously. I feel like I did this for so long. I just took everything so seriously. It was like other people would be laughing and enjoying themselves and I would be the girl staring like it's really not funny. Like, it's just not that funny, okay? But that was so, that was my negativity. That was like, I was such a miserable person. It's so sad to think about. Have fun. Lighten up a little bit. It's okay. This is coming from someone who is a rule follower. I am by the book. Things are black and white, in my opinion, from where I see it. It is what it is. I'm very much like a head down, do what we gotta do. We're not playing around. We're not joking around. But it's okay to have fun. And if you have kids, kids are a blessing in that way because they remind you that it's okay to be messy. It's okay to just do something out of the ordinary. Do something super random. Have fun. Play with your kids. Joke around. Laugh. Lighten up. Okay? Lighten up. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to have fun. We get so stuck in our ways of being so uptight and just like straight-faced and straight-laced that we don't ever like go outside of the lines or just have fun. Just like literally move your body around right now. Like shake your shoulders, shake your body, put on some music in your car, dance around, do something to get all that energy that's just like clogged up. Just get it flowing. I promise you, if you do this, if you do these three things, but if you do this last one, you're going to notice a change. I'll sometimes share on Instagram like dance parties when we have music on and when we're dancing around. We're really actually doing that. I really actually do that more times than I put on Instagram. But it's a reminder to you that if you can interrupt your normal, if you interrupt that cycle of autopilot, if you do something differently, shake up your energy, shake up your body, move your body, you never know. It really will change the way you feel. It'll change the trajectory of your day. It's going to change the rest of your day. Don't knock it until you try it. I know, I know some of you because I was you. Some of you are rolling your eyes. You're like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Hopefully no kids are listening because that's a bad word in our house, but this is so silly. Why is she telling me to do that? You're probably like looking at me. like I was looking at those people like that's really not funny. That's not going to work. It's really a dumb idea, and I don't even know why you would be saying that right now. But I'm challenging you to turn this podcast off, put on your favorite song that's like a dance song. It has to be high energy, upbeat, and dance around to it. And if you do that, if you do it and you don't feel any different, if you move your body, you sing the words, sometimes you can scream at the top of your lungs, whether you're driving or if you're at home, and if you don't feel any different at all, I want you to send me a message. Direct message me on Instagram and you tell me, or you send me an email and you tell me that you felt nothing. And then we're going to pray for your soul. No, I'm just kidding. It is going to work. It is going to work. I'm confident. There is not one person that is going to do that. And you're going to say, you don't feel any different at all. It's not possible. It is not possible. And I'm going to stand by that. Maybe you're listening and you're like, okay, I thought you were going to tell me three things to do to get rid of the chaos in my life. And you didn't really tell me anything. Actually, that is not true. These things will help to create less chaos because a lot of times the mental clutter and the chaos is in your mindset. There are times that things are crazy in life and it's hectic and you have a lot going on, but there are also times when your head and your mind is a very noisy place. And these three things, if you do them, getting still, creating a plan and shaking things up, dance, laugh, enjoy your life, 
It's going to change your life. You're going to have less chaos because your mind is not going to be as cluttered. Your mind's not going to be as overwhelmed and clogged up and feeling stuck. This is going to allow you to kind of shake things up. So don't knock it until you try it. I hope these things have been helpful for you to learn and to hear and to know. But now is a challenging part. You have to put it into practice. You have to actually do it. Don't stop the podcast. Don't turn it off and not give it another thought. Do these three things. They are so simple, but they are so powerful. I'm always cheering for you, friend, and I'll talk to you soon.